I know a few weeks ago I asked you to join. But there's other factions in AEW who are asking people to join. The Dark Order. The Nightmare Collective. But what we're offering you is more than just a black mask or a lock of hair. You see, I want you to lead the inner circle with me. I want you to be an equal partner in the inner circle with me. And that's why I'm offering you 49% of the inner circle LLC, if you say yes. I'm offering you the position of executive vice president of the inner circle, if you say yes. And, see this car here, the most expensive automobile in America, the Ford GT, worth millions of dollars. What's up? Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to The War Report. I am your host, Mirjani, and of course, I'm always joined by my esteemed colleague, Cyrus. Cyrus, how was your New Year's Eve? How was your New Year's Day? Welcome to 2020. <laughs> I'm feeling much better than uh, I was uh, last week, um, you know. I, I'm feeling better, you know, um, like I couldn't walk. Um, I, I, I'm not dependent on medication as much anymore, you know, stuff like that. But um, New Year's Eve was great. Um, I finally went outside, walked without a walker, hung out with a lot of my friends, and just had a really good time. That's good. That's good, man. Yeah. Uh, like we, like I said, like the day as we were talking off, like the day before I was on like the cusp of getting sick because it looked like mm -hmm. all my friends now, now all my friends have the flu, but like <laughs> um, New Year's Eve, like it was like right when the ball dropped is where like I like started getting really like head felt like a pressure cooker, like the whole like stuffy nose and I'm like, oh, <clears throat> So New Year's Day, I just like slept. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> New Year's Day, I was New out until like dynamite came dynamite. on. New, yeah, New uh, New Year's Day, I was uh, <laughs> I, I was out. Um, you know, crashed over at a friend's place, so I didn't. We didn't like wake up until like one p.m. Um, I went home. My mom was like, kind of like worried and stuff, and I was just like, I don't know why I told you where I was. And then uh, she was just like, lay down, lay down. So I slept for another like five hours, and then I was just like, oh, I should probably watch Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like taking meds, and I was just laying in my bedroom. If you could play like the whole like, hello darkness, my old friend. And, like, <laughs> I was just like laying there, like oh, like this yeah, just like. I mean, I'm a little bit better now. Like, I, you probably hear that, like, I'm like, Ugh. but, like, I'm a lot better than I was, like, a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm certainly much better than I was uh, post-surgery. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, man, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be in 2020. You know, uh, the year is not looking great so far. Very scary uh, world out there. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. But, um... <laughs> But uh, we're we're gonna be pushing forward. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's all you can do is like try to be as positive as you can, even though with you know, the recent news that happened late last night. But going off of that, um, we had a taped NXT show. It was basically an award show. Uh, a real, a real, real award show, yeah, like. like no angles are being done or anything and I was just like wow okay I will just read the news report when <laughs> when it comes out yeah um we'll just run down like the awards and like what we think real fast so male competitor of the year it's no secret Adam Cole absolutely all right yeah so like we're agreeing with that uh, I think that we chose like him on our uh, award show too mm-hmm uh, female competitor of the year, Shayna Baszler. <laughs> like, of course. Yeah, like, I was like, maybe it was going to be EO, but 
Oh no, I, I thought it was gonna be uh, Rhea Ripley, like, cause you know she kind of like cut it. Uh, she did a lot and just in the last, uh, you know, stretch of the year. But like, absolutely, Shayna Baszler, like, two of the champions are like rightfully de- deserving. Then you had rival of the year, uh, Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. I mean, <laughs> which lasted like most of the year. Yeah, that was most of the year. <laughs> Their uh, triple series, future star of the year, Dakota Kai. Didn't see. Uh, I didn't see that coming. I, I I actually was expecting like a Candice LeRae or something, but I'm completely fine with uh, Dakota Kai winning here. I think rising star. Well, I think. And then take over the year. Then we had uh, War Games course right oh yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're in agreement there because i absolutely loved war games i think uh a close uh a close second is take over 25 for me then we had uh matt well match of the year cole gargano take over new york <laughs> rightfully so <laughs> <laughs> like, breakout star of the year keith lee that Survivor Series match, baby, pushed him over the edge. And those matches with uh, Dijakovic too, and then him pushing oh, yeah. uh, Adam Cole into the stands, <laughs> into the stands. Uh, just so many memorable moments for Keith Lee. Like I think, uh, I mean, there's a lot of talent, a lot of talent down there, but like, I definitely point I to definitely him as having a breakout 2020. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But they also announced the Justin Classic uh, teams, too. So I'll just uh, read them off. So we got the Undisputed Era, of course. Uh, We had the Forgotten Sons. (laughs) Uh, We had Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Kushida with a mystery partner. And then we got representation from NXT UK, thankfully. Yeah, which we we were both pulling for. (laughs) The Grizzled Young Vets. Gallus. Imperium and Webster and Andrews, which is going to be really fun. <laughs> like lit- uh, literally, all the teams we were pulling for are there and more. Um, I wasn't expecting Imperium to join, but you know, there are four members. Uh, I think uh, really good stuff. Uh, I'm glad uh, they got some NXT UK uh, representation in there. My only issue with the um, with the whole thing is uh, Riddle and Pete Dunn. <laughs> like they are absolutely the team that is the you know what do we do with these two guys yeah i feel like you can't and, you can't like lose in the first round or anything their first round matchup is against mark andrews and flash gordon webster oh damn they're screwed <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but like I, I don't know like this team is like of course like it's super random uh like Pete Dunn is part of like a different faction, British Strong Style, and they're not here. He's just teaming with Matt Riddle for some reason. Um. <laughs> it reminds me of like the uh, Aliester Black and Ricochet team, like before they were sent off. You know? Yeah, or or it, it just reminds me of like just those really weird tag teams uh, that would be in. Uh, <laughs> in the Dusty Classic, like when Rich, Rich Swan was uh, was No Way Jose, Baron Corbin, and Rhino, you know, just like super weird teams. Uh, but it is what it is. Uh, you got any guesses for Kushida's partner? I mean, it might be time splitter's time. Yeah, it has to be something big because if you're going to do the mystery partner thing like it can't be like tyler breeze or no bs like that you know um uh so we'll we'll just have to see yep so the first round matchups are imperium versus forgotten sons matt riddle and pete dunn versus mark andrews and flash gordon webster grizzled young vets versus Kashida and his mystery partner and gallus versus the undisputed era it seems like all that you uh I think Imperium is the only team that's going to last <laughs> first round. Like, all the other UK teams are getting kicked. 
Yeah, I like I looked yeah. at this bracket and I'm like, wow, so like NXT UK is gonna take a lot of L's so far. Yeah. <laughs> so but it is what it is. It's gonna be a good tournament. Can't wait to see it. So with that, we actually had a new ALW Dynamite show and it was mm-hmm. there was a lot that that happened on the show. They packed a lot mm-hmm. of things. They tried to like I'll give them credit, like they tried to set up a lot of future angles. Um, there was some stuff that flowed well. There was stuff that kind of didn't flow well. But they're trying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They're trying to do <laughs> as much as they can. Um, there, there, There's a lot of stuff um, that's packed into this show here. And I think um, some stuff definitely got forgotten. But um, it is what it is. It's a, uh, I think this was a good show to start out the... Uh, the new year for them. Yeah. Uh, we started off with Cody and Darby Allen, but this is the inclusion of Arn Anderson as the coach. Uh, he's Cody's coach. Cody don't need Cody don't need no dang coach, man. <laughs> like this thing is so uh, the the coach thing is real silly to me. I'm sorry. Like uh but I I understand. People want to see Arn Anderson, so go ahead. I thought, like, it was, uh, so most of this match, I thought, like, played out like their first match, like, Darby's giving Mm -hmm. him fits because of his, like, quickness, and then there would be, like, little wrinkles, like, I guess he would go over the arm and arm would whisper to him, but, like, what got me was, like, remember the coffin drop that was on the apron? It looked like Mm Cody countered it, and then... For the finish, um, Cody countered the coffin drop again, but Arn Anderson was telling him it was coming. And, like, he already countered it. So, of course, he knows, like, mm-hmm. he knows it's going to happen. Um, throughout the whole match, Arn Anderson kind of has, like, a paper over his mouth or something, and they're just like, oh, you know, he's telling secrets. Like, you you know how, like, uh, NBA players would, like, cover their mouth at ringside? And I was just like, what could he possibly be telling Cody right now? <laughs> like, honestly, I don't think Cody needs a coach. I, I They just want to have Arn Anderson on screen for some reason. Um, uh, I definitely like their first match better. I'll say that for sure. I kind of like this match, but I agree with you that I like the first match better. Do you agree that Darby Allin should have took the L here? No, um, this whole show has been LOL Elite wins. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that this Ale Dynamite is like the Elite gets back on track because I guess they heard when that Dark Order promo happened, like the Elite are losing too much. So like, mm-hmm. it, it's like all Elite wins here, with the exception of Hangman Page. We'll get to that in a bit, but um, yeah, it's it definitely. I thought Darby should have got the win. It, like I took yeah him. absolutely like, he's their rival Espe- uh, along with Jungle Boy mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. especially like you know Cody hasn't been too like into the whole elite thing you know like uh, the young like everybody's kind of like doing their own thing like Cody isn't tagging with the young bucks or anything stuff like that recently so I definitely think Darby Allen could have got a, like got the win here, and you know, make stuff kind of shaky uh, going into you know uh, the next couple. Uh, well, not next, uh, just the next stuff with MJF. You know. Yeah. It'll be interesting. <clears throat> It'll be interesting to, uh, to hear to see how Art Anderson plays in all the MJF stuff too, like. Mm-hmm. What is he gonna do? How is he gonna integrate in that? Like, is he gonna coach Cody on how to like, you know, beat the stipulations? Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I really don't think Cody needs a coach like at all. So we had the women's four way for the. Women's Championship, mm-hmm. Riho, Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, and Hikaru Shida. 
I thought Hikaru was uh, was outstanding in this match. I think they went uh, out of their way to get Nyla over too. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't really sure if this was no DQ, but they did use the table. So I guess oh yeah, it's, it's no DQ because uh, it's a fatal four way. Fatal so. four way, okay. Um, yeah, auto, 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 no rules or no DQ. Let's just say that Riho picked her spots. Oh boy, did she? Um, I'm. You know what? I'm. I'm gonna hand that over to you because, like, I thought that like, <laughs> it's weird having Rio as the champ, and I know, like, it's just weird having her do be this way. Like, you know, get out of the action, all of a sudden do a couple moves, and then like, like what Britt said, like, you know, her doing the work, um, and then still uh, win. Rio, Rio, weak, bro. Please, uh, please hand that belt off to somebody else. Like, still to this day, like all Riho really knows how to like. Well, uh, let me let me uh just reel it back a bit. Um, Riho does pick her spots a lot in this thing, and it like the only spots she chooses is to break up pins. Like, I don't really think she like grab. I like I can't recall her grappling anybody. Um, she throws a lot of forearm strikes to Nyla Rose that it looks super unbelievable and I doubt it actually hurts like Nyla like I think Kakarashita and Nyla Rose like definitely like saved this match and then you know uh Riho kind of like just steals the win even though Britt Baker like literally like launches her off of her to break the pin and then it was just like, nah, match is over. And I was just like, yeah, like, everybody else did, like, the heavy lifting while Riho just like, okay, I'm going to break the pin now. Or I'm going to try to pin now. And not actually try to put the work in or anything like that. Like, Please, Statlander, save us. So here's the thing. There were two uh, post-match angles with Riho. So Nyla Rose attacks Nyla Riho and then drives her through the table. That's one. But then, it, My but then it goes to Riho and Michael Nakazawa in the back, where they do the Celso who Mike, wasn't there, and then Mike. Wait, hold on, Mike Nakazawa. That Pac was supposed to like beat up or something, but he looks perfectly fine here. Going off of that too, like it looked like Riho was <laughs> perfectly fine taking the table spot too. It didn't look like she was selling it. Oh, de- definitely not. But you know what she was selling? Uh, being around a mic. I don't know why she looks so terrified uh, with the interviewer dude there. <laughs> so Britt Baker and, uh, and then like, oh yeah, Britt Baker heel, comes. Like heelish promo. Like, listen, like you know, what I mean, you steal wins. You're barely here. I'm here. I am also a dentist, and I I do my practice, uh, and I'm still here. Um. New turn for Britt Baker. Um, does she really have to mention that she uh, does her dental practice in Russell's? Cause, uh, <laughs> we get it. You're a dentist. Um, but nah. Uh, Britt Baker is saying a lot of stuff that's on people's minds. And, you know, every everybody just goes, uh-huh, oh, she's just doing the Seth Rollins promo, uh-huh, and I was just like, are you serious? Like, she's absolutely saying facts. Like, Riho wasn't around for, like, a good, like, three weeks, and then she comes back, and then she, like, retains the title here? Like, come on, man. be interesting to see what happens with the Chris Statlander uh, match next week. <laughs> Please save us. So, gotta get to this. Joey Janela, Penelope Ford, and Kip Saban. Joey's doing a promo. Penelope gives him a prolonged low blow. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of good. It was like, ah! And then, like, Joey's selling it for, like, two minutes. And then her and Kip Saban come around, and there's been some Twitter banter as well uh, selling this feud. Oh boy, I wish the Twitter banter would stop. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I I don't because uh, I think Penelope Ford is talented. I don't want like the whole thing of like Joey saying like, oh well, you know, the whole like I slept with it, her. Like I was like, what? 
Yeah, I don't think it makes. Uh, I don't think this is, makes Penelope Ford like look good, because all all they've been saying on Twitter is like, yeah. I had sex with her. That's how she got a job. And she was just like, yeah, she can't come to the phone because she's sucking my dick right now. And I was just like, are you serious? Like, Wait, who said that? <laughs> and, and, you know, I I tried to discuss it with some people, and they're just like, uh, it doesn't matter. They're probably all sitting right next to each other just, you know, laughing it out. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And I'm just like, oh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, like the whole, like, the whole, you know, that's the reason she got hired. I'm like, oh, that's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, that... People were complaining about like the whole like Lana uh, storyline, but like this, this, yeah, AEW is giving her uh, giving a stab at it, and uh, nobody uh, bats an eye because well, Joey Joey Penelope actually dated, so it makes sense. Like Rusev and Lana aren't married. Well, I mean, live well, live and Lana are married, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but yeah, they. I, I don't know when they're gonna have their match. Um, uh, it's. It, I feel like it's gonna be a Revolution thing. Yeah, I would save this for Revolution. Please don't put this on dark. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thing is, is uh, how messy is this gonna get? Oh, it's gonna get messy. And how? And how long is this feud actually gonna go? We got to the end of February. Build <laughs> up to Revolution, so yeah. Okay, so that's a pretty long time. Because I, I was also talking about like you know like uh, how long is it gonna be? And then people were just like, well, they're gonna have the match and then they're gonna end it. And I was just like, oh okay, way to like not milk it, yeah, <laughs> like. Uh, like a uh, like a certain Heyman would do. Well, like Joey had that Joey. feud with uh, Sean Spears, right? Like he tied up Tully, and then like that went that went away, and then it went into Sean Spears looking for a tag partner. Um, so people people were saying that uh, you know, when Joey tied up Tully and Sean Spears left the match. It left Kip Saban like you know alone in the match, so he could get beat up by Page and uh, and Omega. And I was just like, uh, maybe Kip should be mad at uh, <laughs> at Sean Spears for just abandoning him for his old guy. That doesn't really do anything. <laughs> but it is what it is. Dark Order had a promo. Uh, I saw some people complain like they ended the show. Last time we saw ALW two weeks ago, but they just had a short promo talking about the elite. Uh, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you're gonna give them, you know, the big spotlight at the end of the year, you kind of want to have them do something at the top of, you know, the year. You know, um, like why didn't they interfere in the elite or like uh, in the main event? Why didn't they, like, attack Cody or something? You know, uh, probably should have had him do more than just a promo. So we had John Moxley versus Trent. I thought this was a, it was a fine match. I, I thought yeah. it was fine. But the story here is Sammy Guevara and Jericho extending their invite to the inner circle. Now they, Jericho... Again. <laughs> I think Jericho was either renewing his vows or going to Japan because they're going to be fighting mm-hmm. this weekend. Um, so, with the invite to the Inner Circle, Jericho has offered 49% of the ownership of the Inner Circle <laughs> LLC. <laughs> and also... Whatever that whatever that be. His own Ford GT. Um, I got jokes, but I'll, I'll let you uh, finish first. <laughs> Alright, uh, 49% are ownership. I'm like, okay, what about the other guys in the inner circle? Like, they, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they just like, well, alright, we're cool with this. Like, we're just gonna, like, let Moxley kind of take over. Um, Moxley cut that promo saying, like, well, you know, Jericho was a friend and a mentor, and, uh, you'll find out his, uh, answer next week. Uh, <laughs> Which they booed, but... <laughs> yeah, they booed it. Uh, 
Yeah, I understand, though. It would have been weird to give his answer while Jericho wasn't there. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. uh, for for probably New Japan reasons or renewing his vows. So, but I, I can wait. <laughs> Uh, I know you wanted to talk about the Ford GT a little bit, so go ahead. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Jericho pulls out the Ford GT. It's a nice-looking car. Um, Jericho says they had to, like, pitch in, like, five ways to uh, to pay for the car. Um, doesn't say what year it is. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, kind of saves himself there, but I looked at the latest 2000, uh, 2020 model, and it's only like uh, uh, five uh, five hundred thousand, and I'm just like, yeah, there's a lot more expensive cars than, <laughs> you know, like he was trying, to, he was definitely trying to like really oversell the car, and I'm just like, yeah, Moxley probably could like already afford that, just doesn't want to. He probably has, like, he's mentioned that he probably has better cars. Like, he's a... You know, yeah. Like, uh... Like, everybody... Um, okay, uh... <laughs> Every, everybody pitched in 100000 for the car. <laughs> car probably got mad mileage on it already. <laughs> you, you just picture, like, all right, Jericho's like, all right, I'm gonna be in Japan. Like, he gives the keys to like Sammy or like Jake. <laughs> oh man, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I I don't I don't I don't know why they threw the threw the car in there because Ma, uh, Masi didn't even like seem remotely excited. He was like, "Well, that's a cool car." Yeah, he's like, "Well, he's like, well, that's a cool car." Uh, I'll give you your answer next week. Yeah. <laughs> I better see him doing damn donuts in the uh, in the parking lot when he joined. Do you think he joins? I don't think he joins. Uh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> That'd be weird. Like it's just like uh, it'd be a swerve, but like if you're setting up um, Moxley and Jericho for Revolution, like it wouldn't make any sense unless he's gonna swerve at the end. But what we found out was that even though even though records reset, the rankings don't. So Moxley is still number one contender. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so that I uh, I think they did, I think they did the uh, the reset a little too early. Yeah, like you, you've you've only had dynamite what for like two months. Two months of some change, you know? Yeah. I think that they should do it um, in, like, six months, have a have your, like, in between pay-per-views, six months, have the reset, and then the other six months. Like, like yeah. two, two cumulative seasons, but I don't know. Uh, I'm not in the ALW Discord, so I can't really push that. <laughs> um so that leaked into Sammy Rivar and Dustin Rhodes. I'm gonna be honest. I thought this was the best match of the show. Oh yeah, this match is uh, really good. Um, Dustin is still like super Chris. Um, I'm I'm a little I uh, I'm iffy on the finish because uh, yeah. a lot of re- a lot of refs before has let that spot uh, let that spot fly, and just this one time this ref is just like no 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 you can't do it so i was just like uh whatever man like you saw him setting up for it and you didn't warn him at all you waited till he was ready to kick him to actually say something and then it so led into like, interference too like, yeah that led into an interference from jake yeager uh hopefully they have the match at revolution so they could just get it over with so hopefully jake yeager can have a match and stop tweeting um <laughs> That Canadian destroyer on the apron, man. Like it looked like Sammy came down on his head. Oh yeah. Um, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I definitely would have saved that for a probably like a pay per view match or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, destroyers uh, popped the crowd. So. What do you think about Drunk Hangman Page, man? 
I'm not. I am not a fan of that. I do not like him. Uh, you know, uh, being oddly rude to a private party for no reason. <laughs> and then, uh, like, um, if you were watching on Fight TV, you get to see Hangman's entrance, and he's like, he has like a. Uh, a glass of something with him, and I'm just like, all right, man. Uh, uh, drink, drinking isn't like, you know, edgy or cool. <laughs> so I'm confused why they have him like publicly drinking like this. Uh man, I, I, I'm not. I don't think Hangman Page has like a drinking problem, but like it reminds me of. You remember those drunk angles? One they did with Hulk. Uh, from from like Legion of Doom, like how cringeworthy that is. Like watching that, I I only remember the Scott Hall ones, and you know, knowing how that turned turned out, you know, I'm not uh, too high on the publicly drinking stuff. Like Stone, yeah, Stone Cold, whatever. But he was like, you know, toss a beer, chug a little bit of it, and whatever. And, like, even when Austin is just like, yeah, I was a little buzzed during, uh, you know, those matches, I was just like, oh, wow, that's wild and safe. <laughs> I, well, the thing, okay, here's the thing with that. Like, I remember the whole thing because, and again, I'm, I just want to put out there, I, I'm not saying that Hangman Page has a drinking problem. I don't think he does. But the whole thing, um, he had actual drug problems, and he put it into a storyline where like Hulk would come down like drunk and like <clears throat> like forget to tag and like tag himself in and it <laughs> culminated because Draz was like taking his spot with Animal and it culminated with like Hulk basically climbing up the Titantron and um oh, Jesus. and like saying like he was gonna jump and then Draz coming in and, like, pushing him off, like, basically, like, killing off Hulk. So, like, I'm just a little weary with, like, these alcoholic storylines. I know that, like, <laughs> the storyline that Hangman Page is spiraling, but, like, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, oh, there's also that. I just think uh, as long as he's not, like, you know, walking down with a drink in his hand next week when he has a match, like, I'm good. Or I don't like see him like take a shot before going out there. I'm good. Uh, but if the, if this is his cowboy shit, then go off, I guess. Cowboy drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so MJF comes down. I just want to say that I I was off. I was one for three for these stipulations, but I did call one. All right, so. Mm -hmm. One, he has to beat an opponent of his choosing in a steel cage. I'm not really sure why you need the steel cage, but all right. Then two, you got to beat Wardlow. Okay, so you finally see Wardlow there in a match. And then the third mm -hmm. one, he has to uh, Cody has to take a beating with a belt. He has to get uh, basically whipped ten times before he gets the match <laughs> at uh, Revolution. What do you think about the stipulation? Uh um. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that third one will throw you for a loop. Um. Yeah. Um. MJ, MJ, MJF said, "Well, Cody can't touch me till Revolution, and then he got to beat Warlow in the steel cage." And then I was just like, "Oh, okay, that's cool, or whatever." And then he was just like, "I want to whip you," and I was just like, "All right, this is getting weird." <laughs> like, uh. Why? Why do you want to beat him with your Macy's belt so bad? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 you can't touch me until Revolution thing. I should have saw that coming. Like, I was like, yeah. that's so WWE. You know what I mean? Like, Triple H and Austin basically saying, like, you can't touch each other before the match. You know what I mean? Like, Which, which, is, which is fine. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I like that. Um, kind of keeps them away from each other, even though they are, like... They already have been, like, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. and, uh <laughs> I want to, uh, I want to see if Cody, uh, I want to see how dramatic the whipping is gonna be. Like, 
Oh, you know it's gonna be dramatic. You know, like, like, like ah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, come on, you like, uh, you like thirty something. You shouldn't be like going crazy off the belt. Like, you're not a jet no more, man. <laughs> well, I think what the the angle is gonna play out like is gonna be like you know, Cody like wanting to hit him, but taking the beatings, and then like the crowd chanting Cody, go. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, that that is exactly how it's gonna go. But uh yeah man, MJF gonna pull out his cheap uh his cheap Macy's belt, whip Cody, leave some marks. And I was just uh yeah, and MJF is just like I wanna leave marks on your body. And I was just like, Alright bro, what kind of whip yeah, you trying to hit him with? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of stuff are you into? <laughs> Live BDSM next week on AEW, baby. Well, it's weird because, like, even before that, like, during the commercial break, like, he's going around, he throws somebody's hat off, uh, he kisses somebody, like... Uh, be be careful with uh, kissing women in the crowd, man. <laughs> also, everybody acts like MJF is, like, amazing because he throws people's hats, like... <laughs> whatever <laughs> like oh my god like the bare, like the bare minimum is being done so to end the show uh, they had the elite which is like Kenny and the Bucks versus the Lucha Bros and Pac this, they were supposed to actually have this match over the summer um, I thought this was fine I thought again like the elite rallying to get another win um mm-hmm. And the Lucha Brothers taking another loss. Uh, I don't know if I really want to see the Elite versus the Lucha Brothers again anytime soon. Oh, but you will. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, be careful what you, you know, talk about or wish for, right? Um, Kenny gets the win here. It, you know, um, it was. I if you wanted to put like an exclamation point on basically their first show, like like we said, like, all throughout, like, the elite stands tall, the elite are strong, basically, after getting beat up yeah. by uh, the Dark Order, who are not present on this Dynamite show. <laughs> uh, neither was a Nightmare Collective. Weren't, wasn't Brandy supposed to have a promo or something? They're going to be on Dark this week. Oh, it's going to be on Dark. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, like, spoiler well, alert, I think... Awesome Kong has a match. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was going to be a quick swash. Um, you know it. Uh, I was talking... Well, uh, Huey from Perfect Play and Justin were talking, and then uh, he mentioned that he saw the main event, and he was just like, yeah, man, that's, like, some really cool stuff, and, you know, uh, Huey isn't, you know, uh, he doesn't watch wrestling often, and I was just like, yeah, seeing something like that, probably, like, it's, it's probably some cool shit, like, I, I wish I can go back, like, you know, I wish I could watch a, a Young Bucks or a Lucha Bros match for, for the first time again, because, uh, this match for me, it just, uh, well, the main event for me, it just seems like they're really going through the motions, you know? Um, super kick, dragon suplexes, destroyers, you know, the the big three. And it, it kind of just went through the motions for me. Yeah, I felt like this was yeah, an Elite like, and Lucha Brothers match with Pac. You know what I mean? Like it's Yeah, like, featuring, featuring Pac, Pac. <laughs> who's doing his own thing. Yeah, like, it's, it's funny because, you know, obviously you and I have seen ton of elite matches, ton of young bus matches, ton of lucha bro matches. Yeah. Where we're just kinda numb to all the spot fests. And then like somebody who like, you know, like Huey like oh that's pretty dope. Like if you're watching it for the first time, this is like yeah. awesome to you. But like for us, like I thought it was fine. But I'm like, you know what? Like AOW Dang. has ended the shows like this a lot, you know? Like Yeah. Like, um, I don't know, like, it's, uh, like, I don't think it's a bad thing, like, I just think, you know, it, it just goes through the motions for me, and sh- certainly there's, like, WWE matches that, like, do the th- same thing as well when they do their six-mans, uh, but, 
I thought it was a good main event to start the year off. Hopefully, uh, you know, AEW gets on the right track. Like, uh, we, we, we still got, uh, first show of 2020, we still got 2019 mistakes. Hopefully, uh, by February, you know, they get their stuff together. I think that what a good thing that they're trying to do is like set up future angles. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they had some solid like matches on there. They got to figure out the women's championship thing because, like, I please think- get it off Riho. I think once you get it off Riho, the women's division is infinitely better. Well, I felt like, well, I felt like, like Nyla power bombing her, and then basically berating her is basically like punishment for Riho a little bit like I felt I'm like wow I think that I think that's shitty yeah like I'm like damn they're just piling piling on like I know she does startle stuff but like I don't I don't think she needs to be punished Uh, like I think that's a shitty way to go about it I think uh you know Nyla Rose doing the powerbomb thing I think uh you know that's just like her doing her heel thing but the the Britt Baker thing, I don't know. That was a little weird. But no, I don't think Riho should be punished. I think they should just take the title off her if she's not gonna like be super present. Cause you know the women's division, like the women's division, really needs a belt right now. Yeah. You know, like these women need something to work for. Like, uh, like yeah, you can like, you know, while Riho isn't around, you could try to just get your uh, win loss up or you know just get your records and stuff but like if Riho is there and you pin her in like a tag match or something guess what you skyrocket yeah yeah and there's a lot of women on that roster that that need to be like need something to fight for like like the Shauna's like the Shauna's um yeah and uh like you know what I mean like just mm -hmm. And I think uh, the men's division as well needs a mid-card belt for, you know, people like Kip Saban and Joey, uh, Hangman, uh, I forgot he's on the roster, but uh, Jimmy Havocs, you know, like, a a lot of these people need stuff to fight for. Um, I think the tag division is okay. Uh, They're going to be perfectly fine. And, uh, the AEW title division is okay with like Jericho and uh, Moxley being, you know, the next thing and uh, being the next big match for that belt. Yeah. So, I wish uh, I wish AEW luck. Twenty twenty. This is y'all. Uh, this is y'all chance to really uh, <laughs> turn up. So uh, before we get out of here, I'm going to get uh, one prediction for NXT and one prediction for ALW uh, for the new year. Okay. Um, my NXT prediction is that Keith Lee will be world champion by the end of the year. Um, my ALW mm-hmm. prediction is that Kenny Omega is going to turn heel. Oh, I mean, I'd like to see it. Um, I'll give a prediction. Um, I think the Elite will uh, actually disband. And for NXT... um, Well, (laughs) we all see uh, Keith Lee winning the title at some point. Um, I... Hmm. I don't think Rhea Ripley is going to have a long title reign. I'll say that. You think she moves, that she, like, loses it and moves it to Raw or SmackDown? Um, I don't think she will be champion come, uh, come SummerSlam. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who takes it off her, but, uh, I do see her, um, losing it. Maybe EO, maybe, maybe Dakota. Uh, shit, maybe Bianca. Cause <laughs> Triple H ain't let her go, but um, but yeah, uh, NXT is gonna have their first uh their first live episode of the year next week, so I'm excited for that. We'll have a full show. Uh, yeah, we'll have a full show next week. All right, that's our show for this week. Uh, the, yeah, like you said, like it was just one live show, and the, the awards and the Dusty Classic. 
Uh, we will be back to mm-hmm. full NXT. Uh, I'm interested to see what they have up their sleeve uh, going forward for this year. And then we'll have the progression with Dynamite. As always, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, there's a new episode of the A Show uh, where uh, Manny joins Johnny and they talk about. You can... No, uh, Mark, oh, Mark. 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 <laughs> Mark joins Johnny and uh, they talk about that angle that happened on Raw. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh... wait, can you can you give your quick thoughts on it? Would you think? Because I'm pretty sure everybody's in agreement, uh, agreement that uh, agreement uh, that it was terrible. <laughs> um. Okay, I have quick thoughts. Uh, not to like step on the issue or anything like that. Um. When I saw it, I was like, "What the hell?" But I think back to other uh, wedding angles. Like, think about with, like, Lita and Kane, Kane, um, mm-hmm. Test and Stephanie, where, like, Stephanie was passed out and they eloped. Uh, oh, boy, yeah. Teddy, uh, when Teddy Long had a heart attack with his, um, that Billy Gunn, uh, the whole, like, same-sex thing that they had. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is basically business as usual. Like, bizarre wedding. <laughs> um, with, uh, with, okay, so, complete thoughts. I thought, I'm like, damn, I really thought that Sonya Deville could have something like this. But at the same time, like. Oh, no, no, no. no. You know, I'm like, I don't think, first of all, like, I don't want to put her in that position. I know that she's lobbied for, like same-sex storylines and that's i welcome that i think that's needed more in wrestling you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i don't think this is the storyline for it <laughs> this is not it. like this is not like i think you would want her to have more like a more like serious storyline because you know mm-hmm. what i mean like she wants like as she said like she wants gold around her waist in 2020 so um it was crazy it was carny it was what I expected from a Paul Heyman show. Uh, I hated it, but I couldn't turn away. You know what I mean? Like, it was like one of those like car crashes. Like you're like, ah, uh, uh, you know what I mean? Um, when I was watch, uh, I was watching raw because I was supposed to be on the a show this week, but, uh, I had to, uh, pull out due to family stuff and I was watching it and I was just like, yeah, this is going longer than I, like, really wanted it to. And Lana is, like, I would say, like, she's re- like, I won't say, like, she's a really good heel. I just think that she's really good at being annoying. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think that, like, I think that works out for her. Um, I, ha- I had it playing in the background. I already turned the PS4 on, and I don't think I looked back at my screen until like Bobby Lashley's wife, uh, first wife came out. <laughs> and then after, uh, after she slapped Liv, I was just like, okay, I think I'm done here. And I turned the show off. Yeah. I was like, what a payoff yeah, for like those, like those, Liv uh, those weird vignettes. Yeah, vignettes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. um, like, uh, I, I understand. I understand that like, like, you can see the YouTube views, man. Like, this, this feud is popping, bro. So, I'm not going to be mad at, uh, you know, like, do, do your thing. Like, I don't, uh, like, I don't hate it, but I do think it's bad. <laughs> I don't know where this goes, but I'm interested oh, to see kind of, like, where it does, I guess. Like, um, I would, uh, oh, I don't even, uh. Royal, uh, well, I can't even say for Royal Rumble because they're gonna, they're possibly gonna be in a Royal Rumble match. Um, I was gonna say like maybe we see a Liv Morgan, uh, Rusev mixed tag, and then I was just like, oh, I don't really know if I want to see Lana wrestle. <laughs> I mean, she has come out and said that she is gonna wrestle in 2020. So, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's this. Uh, just a brief thoughts back on that. <laughs> Uh, we also have a new uh, show. Welcome in Exa Van Rid. 
yeah. Uh, a comics podcast that it's a new show that RNC Radio. Of course, we have like the best of 2019 shows. Also, um, as we get ready for a very busy, very prosperous, very blessed 2020 for hopefully for you and everybody in RNC. So, uh, final thoughts, Cyrus. Uh, man. We got a lot of content on the uh, <laughs> on the network, uh, so if you just want to uh, check uh, check everything out, you know, um, Euphoria season two is going to be coming out, uh, I think, soon, according to Drake. So overly medicated with Justin and Marcus coming back, uh, late fees uh, every Friday or every other Friday. Uh, I don't know what they're going to be doing uh, for the next episode, but it's going to be some really cool stuff. Spot callers. Uh, we haven't finished the roadmap, but uh, I think we're going to tackle some of the, uh, the the first submissions for uh, for this year. So we're going to be doing that. Um, RSPN, of course, the best sports podcast on the universe. Uh, I'm not a genius for the December edition for Mark. Uh, well, that's Mark's solo podcast, and he'll be, uh, he's accompanied with Ryan from the Hack, uh, the Hack or Slash podcast, I think I got that right, and Mark said that he was going to reveal the GIF, his Secret Santa GIF on RSPN, from RSC Secret Santa, and he did it, so, <laughs> nobody knows that I got him an Apple HomePod uh, for Christmas. <laughs> And I'm very bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, besides that, uh, you know, we're, we're just starting out this year. This is the first rural report of the year. The first A-show of the year was uh, yesterday. So we got a lot of stuff going on. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Until next week, uh, we'll be talking to you.